Today I'm going to talk about a very important matter that I do not hear discussed anywhere in the Church of Jesus Christ. It has to do with a problem that we see so often in the Church. There are many people who become quite lethargic a year, a year and a half after they become Christians, join the Church, and then sort of settle down to doing nothing. I think one of the basic reasons for this comes from the fact that we handle these people in the wrong way when they come into the church. And so I'd like to talk about that problem for a while. In the 28th chapter of Matthew, we have what is normally called the Great Commission. Let me read those verses from the last chapter of Matthew, beginning at verse 18. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This passage is not just a passage telling us to go out to all the nations to make disciples in missionary activity. Certainly it does that. But there's a great deal more about what that missionary activity involves. I think that as we look at the passage, you're going to see that there is much in here that has been ignored as we have thought only about the idea of going out and baptizing people. First of all, this passage speaks of evangelism in educational terms, if you'll notice. Make disciples is what Jesus commands. The word disciple means a pupil. This saying here is to make disciples or learners who come from every nation, not just one nation, not just from the Jews. This was to be a worldwide mission of evangelism. Now these disciples, or these students of Christ, these people who become learners or pupils in his school, enter that school by matriculating through baptism. Baptism, of course, is the means by which a person enters the Church of Jesus Christ before God. He, not through his baptism, is saved, but through his baptism declares that he has been saved by his faith in Christ. Baptism becomes the outward sign of what God has done inwardly in an adult. And so this person, as he comes to faith in Jesus Christ and puts his trust in him, is saying, I know that I need the cleansing of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that I need his blood to wash away my sins. And so he is baptized as a sign that he has trusted Christ and that the blood of Christ has washed away his sins. And then he enters this school as a disciple or a pupil. Now one of the problems we have is that often in our churches we have been taking people into the church uh, only after teaching them in a course of instruction about the doctrines of the church, maybe over a six-month period or a six-week period or however long a given church may have uh, giving entrance courses or, or studies that a person must take before he is allowed to be baptized and become a part of the visible community of Christ through that baptism. Well, that seems to be a tragic mistake, biblically speaking. 
we should hold off on no one who makes a profession of faith in Christ. If you'll notice, baptism throughout the book of Acts and throughout the New Testament is something that happens immediately upon the person professing faith in Jesus Christ. When a person along a desert road uh, is riding along in a chariot and believes in Jesus Christ, they stop the chariot, they get out, and they find a handful of water, and they baptize that person. Then uh, somebody else is baptized in the 16th chapter of Acts with the very same water that was used to wash the stripes of Paul and Silas's back in that prison. People are baptized on the spot when they believe in Jesus Christ. They're not held off for six weeks or six months or a year in some kind of instruction course. You say, well, isn't it better to instruct people? Maybe that would keep down some of this lethargy. In my opinion, it is one of the reasons why we have so much lethargy in the Church of Christ after a year or so when the person comes in and becomes a member of the Church. No, when a person is taking an instruction course before he becomes baptized or enters the Church in the outward way, uh, two things happen. First, you have no care or discipline over him to make sure that he studies. There is no discipline that you can exercise over a person who really isn't a member of the visible church yet. And secondly, he thinks that he has graduated from the school when he gets through the course and then joins the church. He doesn't have to study anymore. He knows it all now. He's been accepted, and joining becomes a diploma. Instead, we should take people immediately into the church upon profession of faith and then start training them, then start putting them into course. They have become his students, they have become his pupils, and graduation day only takes place at the time when the Lord Jesus Christ shall return to receive them to himself, or at the time when they die to go to be with him. Graduation does not take place uh, upon entrance into the church, but it takes place upon leaving that organized body to go to be with the Lord himself. The Lord hands out the diplomas when he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He doesn't hand out the diplomas when he says, welcome into my church. I'm glad to have you here. Now you are to become a disciple, he is saying. Learn from me. You have come to my feet. <clears throat> the teachers in the church and the courses in the church and the instruction that goes on in the church, these are all for you and you have a lot to learn and you have a lifetime study to engage in. This is a very important difference. Now, why is it that people make the instruction courses on the outside of the church and before allowing a person to enter? Because, you see, they're afraid the person's faith might be ingenuine. But the way to test that is to test it after he becomes a member of the church. You take his profession of faith, you receive him into the church easily enough, but then you make it hard to stay in the church. You make discipline really mean something. You make his being a pupil and being a student uh, uh, something worthwhile. He's going to be graded in effect, and if he doesn't keep up to the standards, then church discipline may have to be exercised, and he may, he may have to be ousted and comes under that care and discipline. So, as always, we do things in the wrong way. We get things backwards. We put the cart before the horse instead of the way that the Bible instructs us. Tomorrow, or the next time we meet together, I'm going to talk to you about another aspect of this problem that grows out of this question in Matthew 28. But right now, let's ask God's blessing on what we have heard. Lord, help us to become, each one of us, good students in the school of Jesus Christ. We pray in his name. Amen.